Hi, welcome to the Get Strong and Healthy podcast. My name is Anna Clow. Thank you for being here. Today, I'm going to be sharing the journey that I have been on over the past year of losing 20 pounds. This video is actually from a Facebook live that I did inside of my Facebook group. So I will be referencing a photo, which is my transformation photo. If you want to check that out, the best way to do that is to head over to my Instagram at Anna Clow. You can find that transformation photo just posted on May 2nd, 2023. Without further ado, let's get into today's podcast. Hello. Happy Monday. So today we're going to be talking about how I lost 20 pounds and going to be diving into my personal journey here. And so there's going to be a ton you can extrapolate from this to take into your own journey. If you have fat loss goals, this video will be for you. Everything about my journey was probably not going to apply to you. However, there are going to be takeaways and kind of just the foundational concepts that you can learn from here. And so let's dive into thing. This is my transformation from the past year. The left photo is a little over a year ago. And the photo on the right is today. Here is about a 20 to maybe 25 pound difference. And so much growth has happened between these two photos. The photo on the left, this is actually a couple of years into my fitness journey. This is the result of extremely high stress year, living in a chronic state of stress, living in my, you know, masculine action taker mode and being so disconnected from my intuition, from my inner knowing. I had all the knowledge here when it comes to, you know, health, fitness, transformation, all the things that I do now. However, I had taken so many steps backwards in my own journey due to an extremely high stress year. Also coming off of pill, which led to a host of hormonal issues that I wasn't properly supporting my body through that transition. Felt like total crap physically and mentally. Had a ton of huge life-shifting, altering things feel like they were kind of happening all at once. And so this was a little bit of like a, if you're spiritual at all, it's kind of like a dark night of the soul type of moment that was going on there. So long story short, I gained about 30 pounds and it was a really, really hard time. However, I didn't let all of the setbacks and the letting myself down, the struggles mean 
something about my future. I knew that I could change and I knew that I had all the tools in my arsenal, but I had to do something different. And that thing that was different, that was the catalyst for all the other things getting in line, was me reconnecting with myself. Like I said, got extremely disconnected from just me, from being able to listen to my body, from like trusting my body because I had so many of these hormone issues going on that my body wasn't even sending me the right signals, right? My appetite was way thrown off. My energy was horrid and I really was falling into a lot of like avoidant type patterns, right? When a really high stress, let's say like I was really stressed one day, that would oftentimes lead to me wanting to avoid my own thoughts. And that would lead to oftentimes coping with food, right? So kind of goes deep here in kind of what led to this weight gain. But it just goes to show that oftentimes weight gain is a lot deeper than, you know, maybe just what maybe just over consuming calories, right? Sometimes for some people, it is as simple as, hey, you are simply over consuming and that's what we you know, need to address. Obviously, all the things that were happening were driving me to over consume. And that is why I gained weight, not because of the stress, but because stress drives over consumption, right? But so for a lot of people, digging into those deeper reasons of mentally you know what's going on for you that is that is making the environment of your body and your brain not conducive to fat loss right so what did i do to get to the right side is lose 20 pounds get back to feeling like myself feeling really incredible all around is first off i was patient as heck I have never been so detached from an outcome when it comes to like having a fat loss goal. I've gone through multiple cuts, cuts where or fat loss phases where I would be extremely intentional with I'm going to lose this amount of weight. I'm going to get there by doing this. Yada, yada. Then oftentimes what happens is I get there. I feel deprived. I feel like I'm like white knuckling it, you know, just to get to that goal. And then feeling like just want to, you know, I get there and then I just want to like rebound the other way and I fall back into old patterns and behaviors and it's just very unsuccessful. My body feels very stressed out and my body's sending me signals to overconsume, get all the food in because I am so deprived and psychologically feeling restricted. So that drives me to overconsume, and it's just been a lot of that yo-yo dieting in the past. And this time, this fat loss phase was so, so, I was so patient. I did it slow, and every time I've pursued fat loss, well, the last like two times, I've done it very slowly. And I have had so much success doing it this way. When I try and do it like one pound a week, you know, which is like the oftentimes the prescribed like moderate, great amount of weight loss for some people, yes. But for me and where I'm at in my journey, 
doing things even slower than that has been where I've seen the most success for me personally. So going like a half a pound per week has been key for me. But it's never, it hasn't been like a linear trend line, right? Weight loss is always going to be, but really what we're looking at is the overall trend line. Is that going in the direction that we want to see? So that's the thing I did different this time is extremely patient and then also working on my internal world, right? My, my, my mental health, my mindset, my, you know, on the left, I had dove so much into the psychology, the mindset, the behavior change aspect of fitness transformation, right? Like all that kind of self-help world, which is so valuable. Do not get me wrong. However, when that is not paired with the intuitive feeling, you know, uh, intuition, playful type side of you, right? When we totally cut that out, we're not in harmony. And implementing these things is often extremely difficult without the other. And so that is something that's been huge for me is learning how to slow down, learning how to be in my feminine energy a little bit more, improving my mental health, you know, through different things in my life that I have control over and focusing on that, prioritizing my rest, prioritizing my play as much as I am executing when it comes to, you know, business, et cetera. I used to solely live in execution mode and uh that just it was very unsustainable and led to the host of hormonal type issues i had i forgot to even mention it's not just work stress led to this and the the pill but also i was powerlifting, which is extremely stressful on the body it requires a ton of high level like recovery and so when i was extremely stressed out i uh wasn't recovering as I needed to be, which was another thing that played into my hormonal issues and the weight gain. So, you know, it's not that powerlifting was, uh, was you know, the, the culprit. It was just the, all the things combined in my life that led me to this point. Okay, so I backed off of powerlifting. I took my training a good deal easier for a while and reconnected to myself. That's kind of like the the more like meta aspects of my journey here. But let's get into a little bit more of the tactical things. I know a lot of you are like, okay, like that's all awesome, but I want strategy. All right, so let's talk strategy now. So always, always, always when it comes to fitness transformation, health transformation, it's going to come back to the foundations. Mastering foundations is very, very likely what you need. You do not need to get lost in the weeds of the minutia of nutrition, fitness, and health. It is not necessary unless maybe you are a competitive bodybuilder, right? For the majority of us, we need the foundations and we need to master the foundations. We need to master showing up for these foundations consistently right and that's really what it comes back to so what are those 
Let me grab my computer chart. We're a little bit low on juice right now. All right, we're good. We're charging. So the foundations. Sleep. Huge, especially as I was healing a lot of hormonal type issues. Putting my sleep kind of above all else uh, was extremely beneficial. And probably the number one thing I attribute to my healing journey, my ability to heal, right? The cascade that leads to being able to make, make better nutrition choices, to not live in a chronic state of stress, kind of, you know, all the things. And on this, on the left side, side note, when I had just super high cortisol, I could barely sleep through the night. I was getting, sometimes I would be up until 5 a.m., my nervous system being just riled the heck up because I was living in a chronic state of stress. My body, I wasn't able to be resilient and go into the high levels of stress and come back down to baseline. I was consistently living up there, which was very, very detrimental for my body and brain. And so sleep one here was huge. And I kind of, so I use my aura ring. That's my sleep tracker. It, it gives me a sleep score. It gives me insights to my sleep, kind of the details. And it gives me just that knowledge of, all right, how am I doing? And so I really enjoy the data looking at that. However, it's not necessary. Really, you want to make sure that you are winding down. You're getting in bed when you know you should. And personally, you know, as women, right, this is a group. We are a group of women in here. Mostly, I think there might be there might be a couple men in here. Women need more sleep than men, oftentimes. And a lot of women don't, you know, recognize this. Maybe I find that I thrive with about eight to oftentimes nine hours of sleep is what I need. And I know that sounds like a lot to sell, maybe. And maybe you do okay with a little bit less. Everyone is individual. However, women oftentimes need a good deal more than men. And factor this in. Are you a high-level athlete? You probably need more sleep than someone who is not, right? So I train jujitsu multiple times per week, which is extremely demanding physically, as well as uh, resistance train, lift weights. So that is something that plays into that keep that in mind. But sleep, huge when it comes to healing and fat loss. It's going to really make fat loss so much easier when you can sleep more. When you actually, when you're sleep deprived, your hunger hormones get thrown off. So your leptin and your ghrelin are going to be messed up due to lack of sleep. So you might have higher cravings. You might be dro driven by your body to overeat when you are sleep deprived because it is in a more stressed out state. So next thing, diving into a bit of nutrition is prioritizing whole foods, right? So prioritizing my protein, prioritizing wholesome sources of carbohydrates, right? As well as 
fruits, vegetables, healthy fat sources. That's really the, that's really what you need when it comes to nutrition, right? And prioritizing these things naturally, the ultra processed type things naturally become moderated. And that's really the key here is we, I didn't cut anything out. I never actually have in my, uh, health and fitness journey rather at, rather than at the start, which that's what led to my binge eating issues, but never cut out anything specifically. I have things that I, I have treats in moderation, right? If I really, really want something, I'm going to have it. And oftentimes that means moderating my portion size, or maybe I just make sure to kind of time it more so in regard to like around my training, timing a little bit more fast digesting carbohydrate sources is going to be best around training to really give your muscles that quick energy and, you know, quick recovery, restoring your glycogen fills, whatever. But so nutrition, those are going to be the basics there that really helps me move the needle. And when we prioritize whole foods, getting into a calorie deficit becomes so much easier. You don't have to, you know, like let's say you're tracking your macros and you're eating like mostly ultra processed foods. Ultra processed foods are designed to make you want to overconsume. So if we're just trying to white knuckle it with, you know, hitting our macro goals, right? We're we're still in a calorie deficit. So maybe you are losing weight and you can't eat, you know, those ultra processed foods. But in the long run, your appetite is so like ramped up and your probably your health status, right? Your internal health, maybe your hormones can get thrown off from not prioritizing high quality food. So rather than I haven't really, I have tracked a little bit during this time, but I've more so been in a mindful deficit, mindful, mindfully eating, right? When I mindfully eat, when I lessen my stress and I increase my sleep, I'm naturally eating in a bit of a deficit, right? And I'm, I'm moving my body. Naturally, that deficit does occur, which, right, a deficit is eating a little bit less than you burn in a day, right? Doesn't, shouldn't be drastic, but that is really what's going to drive fat loss at the end of the day is you have to be in a calorie deficit. There's no, there's no workaround to that. It's the laws of thermodynamics. If you're overconsuming how much you are expending in a day, you're going to gain weight, right? If you eat about the same, you're going to stay the same, okay? So that's the foundation of fat loss, but prioritizing whole foods and quality food is going to make it a lot easier to get yourself into that deficit and to be able to sustain it without feeling like super freaking hungry, right? Next piece is always hydrated. Water is extremely important when it comes to our health and our transformation goals. So keeping hydrated is key. Drink your water straight up. Figure out what's going to work for you. That one is kind of like a, (laughs) to me, it's like, all right, no excuses here. Let's just freaking drink our water. Period. End of story. Don't overthink it. Just do it. Find what works for you. What works for me is I always have to have my water filled up and find me and I carry it everywhere. Easy. Get in, you know, 100 ounces a day at least. Next thing was managing my stress levels, right? So coming back to working on my internal mental health, prioritizing actual rest, right? Not uh, just avoidant 
patterns of and always feeling guilty for not working, et cetera. So managing my stress levels, trusting more in my path, a lot of different things in my life went into that. But you have to really find what works for you when it comes to that. Next piece is, of course, exercise. So moving my body, not just formal exercise, but informal exercise. So steps. Steps are so, so huge, especially if you are trying to lose body fat, right? They're incredible for your health. But when you're trying to lose body fat, steps is going to be the thing you want to focus on and really kind of get optimized. Probably the most optimal step range for most people is going to be about eight to 10,000 steps per day. And it is really extremely doable, even if you are super busy. You just have to find what's going to work for you. Maybe it means an extra 20-minute walk in the morning. Maybe it means buying a desk treadmill to work while you're walking. Maybe it means going for a post-dinner walk. Or maybe it means pacing around your house more throughout the day, right? When you're on your phone, instead of sitting on the couch, pacing around. Just finding those ways that you can get in more movement. Taking the stairs instead of the escalator list goes on and on, right? I'll go to the airport and I'm doing like laps around the airport while I'm waiting for my flight rather than just sitting there. So it's really the little things of prioritizing being fit and healthy in your everyday life. Steps is going to be that one thing that if you can make that change, that is going to really help drive you towards your goals of fat loss, better health. When it comes to when it comes to steps, it can make a huge difference in how many calories we are burning in a day. So yeah, that one is really not one to overlook. If you're so focused on nutrition and you're having a hard time seeing progress, maybe you're not moving enough. And that could be like the thing that really helps you. Rather than needing to decrease your food even more and more, moving your body will be really, really beneficial there. And then formal exercise. So my training. Training resistance training. I cannot express enough. This is so the key to fat loss, not just weight loss, right? When we lose weight, that can be muscle too, okay? If you want to lose body fat, you need to be preserving your muscle mass. And the way that you do that is you send your body the signal that it needs to keep it. If you're in a calorie deficit and you're not resistance training, you're going to lose more muscle. So resistance training is so, so key to keep that muscle mass. You're going to keep your metabolism thriving this way. You're going to maintain your muscle mass. You're going to look leaner at a higher body weight. And you are going to feel better, right? You're going to be in better health status, having more muscle. Really all around, you're going to look better. You're going to look curvier you're going to have the shape that you want contrary to popular belief it is extremely extremely difficult to get bulky bulky i've been intentionally trying to get bulky for a couple of years now and not really at that point yet where i feel bulky in any way i feel very feminine in my body and i feel strong and i feel good and so resistance training as a woman if that's a concern for you I highly recommend doing it and just remember that you can always you can always maintain your muscle mass rather than keep building but really focusing on building solid muscle mass and foundation is going to be oftentimes the key 
when it comes to a transformation, making it look like you work out, right? Is something I hear from from people a lot. It's like, oh, I don't feel like I look like I work out, or you know, they're not really seeing crazy progress or change or results. It's like you're not resistance training. You're not providing that stimulus. You're not progressively overloading your muscles, your body to send your body that muscle building signal. So resistance training is extremely key to be, you know, on a good program that is progressing you and going to drive the adaptation that you're going after. So cardio is amazing, but if you're just doing cardio, that's going to be that's really going to be a little bit more difficult probably. You're probably going to lose muscle mass, building muscle. It's going to be super key when it comes to optimizing body composition. Last piece here I wrote down was high-protein diet. I believe I might have touched on that above, but high-protein diet, super key when it comes to retaining muscle mass, building muscle mass, feeling more satiated, right? You're going to feel fuller for longer. You're going to help minimize high spikes in blood sugar, right? You're going to help, that's going to help regulate your energy, your appetite, your cravings. So protein is huge when it comes to not just transformation, but our health, right? All these things are extremely important for transformation and our overall health and well-being. So that's the breakdown. That is, that is really my journey over the past, you know, a little over a year is this is what I have done differently. And I would love to hear from you if something from this really really, you know, made a difference for you. If something was like stood out to you that was really helpful, I uh, really appreciate, you know, feedback and just always here to chat. So message me and I'd love to kind of hear if anything resonated. I'd love to do more of these really diving into just different topics and just, yeah, helping you, helping support you through your journey. And of course, if you're looking for support, accountability, guidance, group of people who are after the same goals as you. I'd love if you join our strong and healthy community. Um, I do one-on-one coaching with clients, nutrition and fitness coaching. So definitely reach out. We can see if we're a good fit. But yeah, hope that you have a good day and I will see you guys soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Get Strong and Healthy podcast. I would so appreciate it if you leave a review. That really helps me with growing the show. Also, make sure just to add this to your favorites or shows that you follow so that you can stay updated on new episodes coming out weekly. Thank you, and I will see you next week. Bye.